welcome to Wing Tips, where we are always winging it, where I'm winging it as we speak, because this mm. is take three of this introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Seth is obviously gone, and I'm obviously hosting without knowing anything at mm. all. And, uh, yeah, I'm Liz Caldwell. I'm the host right now. <laughs> She's <laughs> killing the game. I'm obviously uh-huh. killing it. So, like, the first time that we did this, I did a Seth impression, and it was really bad. So, I'm not going to do my Seth impression again. So, um... And then I think that last time we started this, I said that I was joined by my humble comrade. Or maybe I said humble regardless. I'm joined by... <clears throat> Joel Holland. <laughs> who's joined by... Who's joined by... Ian Malone. Ian. So, Ian, sorry for putting you through the ringer this whole time and for making you do a third introduction. What a trooper. It's totally yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, it's it's okay. It's good to be transparent. <laughs> yeah. The people need to know. Yeah. We're not always perfect. I know that we sound perfect every <laughs> time we do this and like things just go well the first time, mm. but they don't. The magic of editing. The magic of editing. Amen. Yes. Um. So now nobody has to see all of our mistakes, but I just broadcasted them. So y'all are welcome. It's for the people. Tell us about your podcast. Oh, um, it's called Men in Chairs. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, it's a conversation podcast where we just talk about, you know, things that are going on in our lives. We get the audience to send in topics and questions and things they like to talk about. Um, so if you like my big dumb voice, you should go check that out. Uh, that's uh, Men in Chairs. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but, you know, if you, if you, if you want to check it out, go for it. And where do we find this? Uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on this podcast now. You're on this podcast right now. Yeah. And with that being said, me um, as the unexperienced host, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. So we have our little introductory questions here to kind of let the listeners be able to round you out. So um, question number one, what is your wingmanning experience? Okay. Um, it's it's so weird. I'm having the weirdest deja vu. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're like, we just this round. No, um, my most memorable wingmanning experience was um, when I was in second grade. I had a crush on this girl that we will call Rachel because her name was Rachel. And there was this other girl named Mariah who we will call Mariah because her name is Mariah. Uh, Yes. How did I know? Yeah. Um, And I told Mariah, oh, I think I have a crush on Rachel. She's really cute. The Mariah was like, oh, you should give her this ring because she'll like you once you do that. No, no. As a matter of fact, I'll give her this ring and then I'll tell her that you it's from you. And I was like, okay. And so she did that. And then she comes back to me, like, maybe this is the same day, maybe not, I don't remember. But then she's like, ooh, you should write her a card that I'll give to her about how much you like her. And so I think she actually wrote that card, too. As you. Yes, as me. She wrote this card, um, and, <laughs> yeah, uh, gave it to her and said, oh, this is from Ian. And we ended up, me and this other girl ended up dating. What? Like, sh- Mariah asked uh, Rachel out for me, and the two of us started dating. But it's second grade, so you don't actually date. Yeah, no one actually dates. And so us dating consisted of us just kind of looking at each other from across the room and awkwardly smiling. Which is uh, still kind of precious. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But then uh, summer break happened, and we forgot we were dating. <laughs> So we came back the next year, and that's all. So you guys haven't officially broken up? We are technically still, still together. Dating. That's the weird part. But also, that's probably... Mariah is the single greatest wingman in the history of wingmanning, right? True. Because I literally never interacted yeah. with this girl once. Yeah. But I did start dating her. Okay, and our second question for you, Ian, mm-hmm. is... What would you change about dating in our society? Okay, so I don't know much about our society compared to other societies. Yeah. So I'm literally just basing this on the expression going Dutch. Mm. I assume, therefore, the Dutch do this and we do not. Um, I think that the idea that the guy should pay for everything, Mm. outdated. But here's the thing. When I say that, I don't mean you should always go Dutch because despite me bringing it up, that's not what I mean. Right. I think both parties should take turns paying for the date. And the reason I say this isn't because I'm cheap and don't want to do that. Mm. It's because I think that if you're constantly 
like paying for the dates. Yeah. Um, and the other person doesn't even like offer or doesn't express any interest in doing that. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes you feel like you're being taken advantage of. Mm. And that idea of like saying, oh, I'll pay this time shows that you care about the other person because that's all paying for someone else is. It's polite. You show that you like care about them and you want things to go well. Yeah. And so if the other person does like never offers to do that, it kind of makes you feel like they don't care about you. But if they always offer to do it, then it's expected. Yeah, exactly. Which can also be a problem and take part of the like joy out of it maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's actually one of our listener questions. Benjamin Farrell asked, um, really along those lines, he said, should the guy always be the one paying when going out on dates? Should the girl assume to pay the first time? Should they even discuss it on the first date? So I don't know if you would tie that into first dates or just say. I mean, on the first date, I always try to pay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's not a guy girl thing. Right. That's just like, a oh, I was always taught, you know you should be nice and offer to pay. Because, like, some, I offer to pay for, like, just my friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, to me, it's a courtesy thing. Mm-hmm. And courtesy should never be expected. It should always be, like, oh, no, like, you're a good person for doing this. Thank yeah. you. I want to extend the same courtesy to you. That's good. Yeah. So, question three. Yes. Um... What makes someone dateable to you? Uh, this is a hard question. Um, okay, so this kind of ties into my philosophy on dating in Ooh. general, but I think the, the, the key factor to make me even consider dating someone is whether or not I can just be friends with them. Because, hmm. like, I know people say, like, oh, avoid the friend zone. Like, don't be friends with people before you date them. Right. But, like, for me, that's, like, the main thing I want out of a, like, significant other is a person that I can just hang out with and have fun with and, like, you know, talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I always, like, every girl I have ever dated, I started off just, like, being friends with them. And then things just developed. Because, like, to me... That's what makes someone dateable. Yeah. Is like, can I just have a conversation with you? Can we go out and have a good time? Like, the very basic things. Because, like, that, because dateable is very different from, like, you know, what makes someone, like, marryable or mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, if it's just dating, then I think the, the only baseline for me is, like, do I enjoy hanging out with you? Are you, like, a person I like? All that stuff. And so it's kind of just, you know, are they a good friend? to begin with Mm -hmm. that's good that is good so you would say that you are more open to dating someone after you've been their friend for a while so like if you have this innate attraction to somebody like right out of the gate Mm -hmm. are you going to is your goal to be friends with them first and see if you would date them or are you going to go straight in for like dating um well from my experience anytime i've like seen a girl and like immediately been infatuated like immediately had a crush it has not ended well Oof. <laughs> the only like good relationships i've ever had um were people who i wasn't necessarily like interested in at first but just as i got to know them and as i started to like you know be better friends with them mm. um you know that kind of romantic whatever you want to call it started to develop so whenever I, like, immediately see someone and am attracted to them and want to date them, um, first off, I'm very wary because that does not turn out well for me. Um, but also, I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I want to get to know them first. Like, I want to, like, know them better on a yeah. personal level before I actually, like, try to date them. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah. for I, sure. Yeah, I totally agree. That's You're going to have to do stuff together. Yeah. Like, in the long term, if this is something that stays sustained, like you guys are going to have to have something in common. Yeah, right. definitely. So, Which is interesting to me whenever I see people who are in relationships that honestly don't act like they're friends. Hmm. Like if there's yeah. not that, that like mutual kind of friendship there and like we genuinely get along with each other, then mm-hmm. I, I think that that's, I think that that's weird. So, yeah. um, hmm. now 
We are going to move into some of our roundtable questions because I understand that, Ian, you have a couple questions yourself. Yeah, I um, guys, I need some advice, and you guys are the experts. That's so what I, they say. I <laughs> feel like I, what better way to, like, deal with my problems than to ask you guys. Right, on a podcast exactly. where yeah, the perfect. problems are distributed. Yeah, exactly. where everyone can know. Um, okay, so do you want me to just go ahead? Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so... I have this problem where um, I'm dating this girl who I love. Doesn't she's, sound bad so no, far. No, yeah, no, totally. She's good. amazing. Love her. Everything's great. Um, the problem is, is that anytime I tell someone that I'm dating her, they laugh <laughs> really hard. <laughs> See? And just then, like Joel did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then they make a lot of jokes about it, which is obviously... I don't care, but it's kind of weird, and I don't want them to do that anymore. Um, by the <laughs> way, this I, I have counted. There are two people I have told who have not laughed when I told them I was dating this girl, and neither one of them were my parents. So, <gasps> oh, yeah. How many people have you told and gotten this reaction? I mean, basically everyone. Like, we started dating, like, Whoa. over a year ago. Um, and so we told everyone then, and then just over time, like, it's... You know, we've told, like, random people we meet, and every single time it's the exact same where people laugh. Now, you might be wondering, <laughs> why? why? are they laughing? I think if I'm if I'm I'll, on the yeah, same yeah. Pages, page with you, yeah. I think I know why, and this but, is about to make me really sad, so yeah. go ahead. It is because um, my girlfriend is taller than me. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. That is you the, know that's the that, reason? that I am. Well, because that's what they make jokes about. Oh, man. Um, she is, I want to say, because I don't care, so I don't keep track. I want to say about like six inches taller than me, which is not an insane amount. In your defense, she's very tall, though. Like, she's oh, tall no, for she's a girl. Super tall. Like, she, yeah, and she's great. Like, I yeah. literally have n am super happy that she's tall. Like, I think she's gorgeous and amazing. Right. And I love her. It wouldn't change a stuff. thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um. But, like, I had someone uh, say to me, like, oh, are you going to have to get some platform shoes? What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. That's not um, even that good of a joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and so, like, obviously, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to stop dating her, and I'm not going to, like, right. you know, think any less of our relationship because of it. But mm. I am curious, what do you think I should do? To get people to stop laughing every single time I tell them that I'm dating my girlfriend. I think you should go on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> tell This is my answer to every single yeah, thing ever. Yeah, it really is her go-to. I'm like, go on a podcast, um, broadcast how you feel, and mm. then make everyone listen send to it. Send them the link. <laughs> send them the link. No context and no words. Don't say anything in the message. Just send them the link with like a timestamp. Yeah. And mm. then... Just let it, you know, the, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, okay. That, you know. Um, I mean, they're all still my friends. Right. Like, so right. I'm not, I really genuinely don't, like, hold it against them. Well, yeah, two it's of them were your parents. A, yeah, so, I mean. well, that's true. <laughs> oh, it's just such a consistent thing. Yeah, that's very strange because yeah. that tells me that that was, like, something of note to all those people exactly. that you told that stood out. Like, Yeah, 100%. Even if it was something that had crossed my mind, it would have been like, oh, that's really cool. And then driving home or going to work later, like, oh, hey, she's pretty tall. I guess yeah. he's short. Like, it wouldn't be my immediate gut reaction. Like, right. ha. Well, and mine either. I don't know. I'm confused of why it's, like, humorous. Because the first time that I saw you guys, I was like, oh, they're dating. And then it was just, like, it never occurred to me. Right. Yeah, 100%. Um, here's... Like, it, there are so many layers to this, I feel like. Because also, something that people have, like, made jokes about a lot yeah. is, like, oh, how do you guys kiss? Do you have to, like, stand on something? Or, like, all this other stuff. But when you think about it, the height difference is not, like, that weird. Like, if, if, right. if you I lean was, in anyways. Yeah, if yeah. I was, like, six inches taller than her, no one would say no anything. No one would ask how right. No one kiss. would be like, oh, does she have to stand on a box? Because they're mm. used to that. Right. But for some reason, because I'm shorter than her, everyone's, like, like mind blown. That's like, frustrating. how does this happen? Mm. Like, it's That's crazy. so frustrating. It, it's also, sorry, I'm just venting. No, 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 that's good. Ahead, by that's all not means. what I should be doing. No, go. But, like, um, also, if it was any other physical difference, no one would say anything. Right. Like, there's if, something about height. Yeah. If, yeah. if I was fat and she was thin, people would say things behind our backs, 
but no one would say it like to my face or if I was mm-hmm. like black and she was white mm-hmm. like right. people might say things no one would say it to her face it's just the height thing. I'm just so surprised that people do say it to uh, your face because of the height. Because, like, those other things are just as noticeable as height. Yeah. I'm just, like, I don't know why those things are off limits and height is not. Exactly. I think it says a lot about you, like, even how you're talking about it, that your instant reaction isn't to be like, oh, yeah, well, what? And, like, to have some sort of backlash. Yeah. Because, like, I think about when I was, like, 8, 9, 10, my great-grandfather would say a lot of things about, like, the girls that I maybe had a crush on yeah. or he saw me with and he'd be like, oh, so are you dating her yet? Or her? And my instant reaction was always something just incredibly inappropriate. Like, oh, how old are you? Like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. I was just like trying to reflect whatever was coming at me. But I think it's interesting that you're just kind of like, I don't understand. Well, yeah, I'm just confused. Also, side note, that is a great, like, comeback to anything an old person says. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, my father pulled me aside after that and was like, stop asking him how old he is. <laughs> it was so aggressive, too. It was just like that. How old are you? <laughs> Didn't even respond to anything he said. So, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, obviously. Um, man, that is crazy. It is crazy. I, like... So there's a girl that I went to high school with who is quite literally a model, a supermodel. Like, that's mm-hmm. what she does. Oh, like, actually. Actually yeah. models, yeah. And she's she's super insecure about her height, and yeah. she'll always tell people I'm 5'12", if they ask how tall she is, because <laughs> she hates that she's, like, I think she's actually 6'1", or 6'2", yeah. um, mm. you know, and 125 pounds. But she, so she was dating a guy who was honestly shorter than me. I'm 5'8", which is kind of tall for a girl, but he's, like... Way shorter than me. He's probably mm-hmm. like five, 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 mm. six, and people did the same thing. Like they kind of laughed or whatever. And so she took a picture. She's pretty bold. Yeah. She took a picture of him holding her. Like, <laughs> and I know that listeners can't see what I'm talking about here, but like, not She's got like her hands outstretched. Yeah, mm. like she or he is holding her. Like he's just literally like swooped her off her feet, mm-hmm. and her feet, her legs are so long that her feet are actually almost touching the ground <laughs> while he's holding oh. her, and oh. it's really funny. And she did it on purpose to be funny and to be like, ha ha, he can still sweep me off my feet and hold me or whatever. And so she kind of started to get a little snarky about Mm it and just, you know, she she started to really advertise their height difference and Mm -hmm. and made people kind of be like, oh. She is a little mad, <laughs> you know. And so, yeah. so I mean, I'm not saying that you necessarily have to do that. I'm just saying, I just like, seem to make a lot of passive aggressive yeah. social media posts. Yes, like really <laughs> passive aggressive, passive aggressive. Like that roller backpack I have over there. I don't want to carry that, but you mm-hmm. better believe I'm gonna really lean into the roller backpack thing. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm just gonna. So I don't know. Maybe lean into something that like you can't really help. So right. just yeah. just start owning it, man. Yeah. Like embrace it. Oh, I don't know. Joel. Also, yeah, their opinions are just silly. And I I feel like your friends, like especially your close friends and hopefully your parents, that is maybe the gut reaction, but it's really just something like, because we care about you, we think this is something we can tease you about, but like we approve. It totally isn't like a serious, like, how dare you, like 100% not. It was just like a gut reaction thing. Right. It's still weird. It's though. gonna get and to you though. And it keeps happening. Yeah. Is the thing like if I like meet someone mm-hmm. and like just kind of get to start knowing them, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is my girlfriend," and they'll be like, they'll just start laughing. And it's like, is there a particular picture you're showing them where like? No, it's usually huh. just that they know me and they know my girlfriend, and they don't expect us to be dating. I guess because she's taller than me. Jeez. So then when I or someone else brings it up, like their gut reaction is just to start laughing. People, man. I know. I'm just. I'm just surprised <laughs> that people like laugh that blatantly. Yeah. I don't know. I. I. Maybe we're all just desperate for a joke. Maybe that's. Maybe, maybe, that's maybe everybody's just principle. really gonna find something like, to laugh. Nobody's about. laughed yeah. in a couple months, and they're <laughs> just like, "This is kind of funny." I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. Yeah, just ignore the haters, man. Oh. Also, yeah. I feel like it'll get better the older you get. Like if mm-hmm. if y'all like keep dating for a long time, mm-hmm. I really think that nobody's gonna care yeah. in a bit you know Agreed. just by the time you're in your you know late 20s and early 30s i feel like people are just gonna be like okay whatever which That's you shouldn't true. have to wait that long but i mean also, you shouldn't yeah. i mean yeah. people are still kind of low-key jerks yeah i'm gonna say it so <laughs> they all know that they're jerks yeah. <laughs> for laughing. you guys gotta know yeah. once again some of the because people are my parents <laughs> <laughs> dr malone 
at the chairman of the department that I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to play him play this clip, and I'm going to be like, look at what Elizabeth Caldwell said. <laughs> she said, you're a jerk. She called you a jerk. He might hand you your award tomorrow if you win something. You never know. What if, as he handed me my award, I lean in, and I'm like, you're a jerk for letting your son. And then I just, like, walk off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, oh. no, actually, your dad is my favorite person. Just side okay. note, we bonded over, I was wearing a community shirt, mm-hmm. and he saw it, and he was like, oh, do you watch community? And I was like, everything except season four, the gas leak year, <laughs> and your dad was just like, yes, and then we had a conversation about it for 15 minutes, and it was probably, like, that was all of my favorite college moments right there, mm-hmm. that Dr. Thing. Malone watches community? Dr. Malone watches community. I love it so much. You let that sink in now, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a great show, and I said, I wouldn't have expected any less from you oh yeah to be watching this so he loves community that just makes me yeah. so happy i may have to get him a community parting gift whenever i like Dude. graduate he would love it now you can't show him this because there's Got a surprise so Definitely. <laughs> don't ruin the surprise i will tell him not to, to listen to this <laughs> don't ever listen send to him the link and all your other friends after we've graduated yeah <laughs> they can yeah. hang on a couple months 100 yeah. percent. actually wait like 10 years yeah, yeah. wait uh yeah like the Kennedy Files. Anyway. Ooh, <laughs> they'll do a Netflix special on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Wingtips podcast that changed everything. everything. <laughs> it took three tries to start recording. And then once it was off the ground, we couldn't get it back. No down. one could stop it. Will Arnett will like do the narration. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, that's my fault. Whoops. Um. Okay. Now, did you have another question, Ian? I forgot it. It's okay. You'll hey, remember if you it. think about it later, yeah. yeah, throw it at us. I had a question um, regarding something that will get in the way of a relationship down the road, and this is way bigger than height, and this of is course. way bigger than anything else that we'd mentioned. This is career. This is dreams and oh visions. My and my question oh. is, I was thinking about this week the Damien Chazelle movies. The guy who did like La La Land. Yeah, he did Whiplash. Yes. There's this scene where they're like sitting across each other at the table, and he's basically breaking up with her because he wants to continue to pursue you know, drumming. Drumming. And he's like, you're going to get in the way. And she's like, do you know that? And he's like, yes. And he basically says, my dreams are worth more than this relationship. And so on one hand, it's like, man, you got a big dream. Like you really care about this drumming thing. Um, But on the other hand, like the end of La La Land, spoiler alert, it seems like he's communicating. You can't have one or the other. Like you have to choose between this person that you're walking with and sharing your dreams with and then the dream itself. So is that a thing? Do you guys think you should be talking about your dreams like very early on in the relationship? I mean, how big of a deal is that? This is a super heavy topic. I mean, (laughs) mean, but it's a great question. It's a great question. It's one that's really relevant, um, especially when you're in college. Because I feel like everybody, college is just a launch pad for a lot of people of like where you're going to go next. Um, In my own experience, that was the thing that honestly almost kept me from dating Samuel. We've been dating for like, you know, almost a year and a half now. Mm. Um, And thank the Lord that you know, I didn't let that stop me really. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think Samuel, which I mean, I'm a writer. I guess I can do that kind of from anywhere, but also at the same time, whenever we were first talking and I really wanted to go into screenwriting, which I would still love to do, you really only do that out of New York or LA. And, but also I hate both of those places. Um, You know, I've, I've been to both. I don't like both. Um, So anyway, I, I can't even really picture myself there anyway, but um, you know, I think that there's something to be said for not settling and for, you know, achieving what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Samuel and I had the whole conversation of him being like, I don't want you to resent me for holding you back, you know, and I want you to get to go and do what you want to do. But Samuel Mm. is also a little gem in the fact that he was like, Elizabeth, if you want to go pursue this for a while and, and see what happens and see what you do, I will wait for you. I will stay here. I'll do long distance for however long because he's planted. I mean, like he's, you know, his, his whole career is in Missouri. He knows exactly what he's doing. Wow. He knows, you know, and he's known it since he was like 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's never wavered, but that's just the type of person he is. He knows exactly what he wants, when he wants it, how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. He's just so planned out. And I am so flying by the seat of my pants like every single day. Mm-hmm. No idea what's going on. So, you know, he said, I'm staying here, which I totally respected him for of being honest with me and being like, look, I'm staying here because this is where I'm going to accomplish right. what I want to accomplish. But if you need to go and do whatever you want to do, if you want to live somewhere five years, you know where to find me. Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, like wow. he was 
straight up like you know i'm willing to wait for you and i realize a lot of other relationships aren't like that yeah Mm. but it's still something it's kind of a point of contention in our relationship now because i never saw myself going back to missouri i always saw myself kind of being a floater and doing what i Mm -hmm. wanted to do like um just drifting all around and and you know um airborne yes and just writing wherever i wanted to write but i think that also my this is about to sound so cheesy and straight out of Tangled. Let's do hear it. it. Do it. You were my new dream. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so I just like. Gross. the <laughs> I know I threw up a little bit. Um, Like I, after being with Samuel and after dating him and seeing this whole other life that's potentially like La La Land, like you get that alternate ending, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I choose my alternate ending. The, the ending where I'm not going to break up with Samuel and leave mm. him and go do whatever because honestly all of that seems just a little bit less fun now if I'm not doing it with him. Yeah. So. I think, first off, that's amazing. You guys have a great relationship, it sounds like. That's super nice. We just got a lot of stuff out on the table about five minutes before we started dating. We were like, well, let's just. Yeah. Well, that was part of my question is like, did you just talk about it right away? We talked about it like two days before we started dating. Yeah. I, mm. Okay, that might be a little... It was a little soon, but also we told each other that we loved each other before we ever dated, and that's super, super... Unorthodox. Weird and unorthodox, especially for me. I'm a snail, okay? I would just like to say I do not move fast at all, but I was like, I've been hurt too many times. We're going to get it all out here, and I think we're going to break up because of this, this, and this, and we talked about all of it before we ever dated, but anyway, go. Um, I was just going to say... Well, first off, whatever floats your boat, all that (laughs) stuff. Um, No, I, I think that... Talking fixes every issue in a relationship ever, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you just talk about these things and talk about what you want and, like, just be really, really honest with the other person, I think you'll always come to, like, whatever's best for you. Yeah. And Preach. sometimes it is breaking up, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, if that's the best thing for both of you, then it works. I think that... Um, it also, you just have to kind of realize what's most important to you. Yeah. And I think it's hard to make those decisions, but I also think that, because, you know, I, I think we're all kind of at a stage in our lives where we're going through this sort of thing. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you, you talk about those things and you say, like, um, I, was, I was watching this uh, video where this guy was talking about... Um, you know, the, the hustle culture about, you know, the, the idea that, like, never stop hustling, always be working, like, you know, it just do whatever you have to to, to make your dream come true, like, mm-hmm. just always be working all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and he said that specifically in relationship to um, Casey Neistat, because Casey Neistat says that a lot. He's a famous YouTuber. And he was saying, that works for Casey Neistat because Casey Neistat, like basically only cares about his work and just never like he always wants to be working and nothing is more important to him than work Mm. but that isn't the case for everyone for other people they have other things that they care about more than their career like some people care about their significant other some people like want kids all this other stuff and those desires are not any less valuable than the desire to have a good career. And so, like, it's easy to say, oh, well, just always be chasing your dream and always be working and always be hustling towards that career. And if, like, being successful means you can't be with a person you really love and care about, then that sucks, but you have to do it. It's like, no, you don't. You can choose to be with that person. And if it's a person who really loves and cares about you, they will always be encouraging you to be pursuing your dreams. Mm. And you, exactly. you can always try to have both, you know? I feel like my career wouldn't be as good if I wasn't with Samuel now because of how mm. much he, like, propels me. And he's not a yeah. writer. He doesn't, you know, he's not a quote-unquote creative. Right. Mm-hmm. But he propels me in that. So now I feel like I would be losing something if I if I lost Samuel does that make sense? Yeah, you he's know? helped you grow in what yeah. you want to do, yeah. even if he's not doing it. Yeah, and I just think you're totally right that there are some people that the career has to come first for them or mm-hmm. it's what they want. And, right. you know, before I met Sam, yeah, that's all I wanted. I plan on not even getting married before mm-hmm. I met Sam. Mm. And I was 
up until about 10 minutes before we started dating. I thought that that was just the life that God was going to have for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're right. I think that that that's what I wanted. I was fine with that. I was so just hell-bent on, you know, being this, this successful writer and, you know, whatever. And I thought that I had to do that alone, but I was I was wrong. So I would I would say that anybody who thinks that the career has to come first or that they have to be alone to do this career, that that's all they want or something. I, I just, I don't know. What's it all worth, though, if you don't have anybody to share it with at the end of it? I'm going to read a quick poem by Wendell Berry. Please okay. do that. It's called Accept. Now that you have gone and I am alone and quiet, my contentment would be complete if I did not wish you were here so I could say, how good it is, Tanya, to be alone and quiet. So it's this idea of, like, there's something that you really love, but you would love it more with that other person. Yeah. Yes. So, like, where are your priorities? Exactly. And like you guys were both saying, like, if there's someone that would help you do it more or enjoy it more, then it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. To sacrifice maybe some of the, I don't know, aggressional investment maybe is the word. Yeah. Like, go, go, go. Like, you could yeah. be writing a book every month and a half and never talk to anybody. Exactly. But it's like, who are you going to share it with? And I was, and the book sucked that I finished. And it all, and it was trash. It was garbage. I was writing 68 pages a weekend. That's so many pages a weekend. That's actually absurd. (laughs) It was, and I had carpal tunnel and I had eye strain from staring at the screen for so long. But I just, it was, but then like I sat up and I was like, look at this thing that I did. And you know what? I went back and read that. Just side note for all of the creatives Mm. out there. There was, there's no feeling in it because I wasn't, I didn't feel anything. Like I wasn't, I wasn't feeling because I wasn't feeling in real life. So how could I, I was like superimposing all of these emotions and I could, you know, amp up the emotions that I'd had before. But now there's this whole new range of emotions and things that I have completely changed my writing had I never been with Sam. So like, yeah, it's totally more valuable, I think, to to be with someone Mm. because I think they add stuff to you. I have two things I want to say, actually. Uh, First, I just think that everything is worth doing. I mean, within reason. But I think that, especially for people in creative careers, we're always kind of thinking, like, how do I become successful? Mm -hmm. When in reality, just doing things and, like, having experiences and, like, you know dating this person or going and working this job or like moving to this place like those don't necessarily push your career forward but they give you experiences and those experiences are invaluable in creating art or stories or whatever so I feel like you know when when you're thinking am I choosing my career or am I choosing this person also keep in mind that if it's a creative career you're kind of choosing both. Yes. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk about is just um, in my own personal life, like I um, agree with what you were saying, Liz. I kind of have the same thing where uh, my girlfriend is constantly pushing me to like do things and is like, you know, really supportive, like in the way that like she wants me to succeed like as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's huge. If I weren't dating her, I don't think I would feel as motivated to like pursue exactly. certain things and to to like put myself out there, mm. like applying for <clears throat> jobs and doing all this stuff. Like she's the one kind of like pushing me to always be doing more and always like achieving more. And you know, recently we've been talking about like you know where do we want to live, where do we move, all this stuff, and. For me, it's like, okay, I'm going to look for jobs around the area that she's in Mm -hmm. so that we can be close enough that we can still see each other um, often. And for me, that's totally worth it. Yeah. Right. Like, I I don't see it as this big strain or this big, like burden that I have to carry it's like oh I can't Mm -hmm. work in New York or LA because I have to be close to my girlfriend exactly (laughs) like no it's just like I I want to be close to her it's so worth giving that up yeah totally and I can find work and I can do things that I will love or at the very least will give me experiences that are valuable 
and be with her. And we create from those experiences, exactly. right? So even if something doesn't exactly. work out, like you were saying about your writing list, it's only going to be more enriched. Yeah, from exactly. That. Even if you take risks and it doesn't work out, like that's a good short story. Yeah. Or exactly, there's. This is so dumb. I I get all of my moral philosophy from Scrubs. Mm. Um, and there's <laughs> there this, are worse places. Yeah, there are. And there's this one line from Scrubs where he says. Um, uh, the thing about taking risks is that it's really you just facing your fears. And so whenever you take a big risk, you're always glad that you took it. Hmm. And so uh, that's kind of how I feel about, like, um, you know, getting those experiences, yeah. chasing those mm-hmm. careers, like doing, like, whatever, is mm-hmm. that if it's something you're scared of doing, at the very least, if you put yourself out there and take that risk, you'll always be happy because at least you did it. it at yeah. least you did it. Even yeah. if you failed, you kind of have overcome this apprehension and that in itself is worth something. Right. You know? And then the person you're with, too, if they're really with you for you, then at that point, the risk doesn't become, oh, I've let us down so much as it has. Oh, we've grown from this. Mm-hmm. Like yes. we tried. Where are we going now? Yes. Hmm. That's good. That was a good question, Joel. Thank yeah. you. I didn't, really ex- I didn't expect such fruitful results. <laughs> I was expecting fruitful results, but... But that, it was very poignant, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm, like, underlining things and yeah. yes. good stuff. I was going to ask, you said something earlier about Sam has been, like, really steadfast in his ways and, like, he knows what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Is that more attractive when someone you're dating is, like, this is my what I want to do? Does that make you want to come behind them more? 100%. When they know? Yeah. Um. For me, it was scary because mm. I was like, am I, which I was really pessimistic, tend to still be pessimistic. Right. So I thought, am I going to get in the way of this? Mm-hmm. Is what if I, you know, put a crimp in your style kind of thing? Yeah. I'm, you know, what if I want to switch? What if I want to change? What if I feel like changing, but you're not changing and you're not going anywhere. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. Of course, that was early on in our relationship. Yeah. I was worried about that. But now and I've I've only ever seen Sam waver I think twice in knowing what he wanted to do and like long term it's not a lot of times <laughs> no <laughs> and um but in a year and a half definitely not. yeah uh, no. only ever I mean like he and he doesn't do it in a conceited way everything is he's always through prayer and thought and yeah. you know he he's very just he's just slow to action right and I'm so quick to action mm-hmm. so it's a weird like a weird balance there but um he the only few times that I have seen him waver in saying like sometimes I wonder if I should have done X mm-hmm. and instead I chose Y. What if I did wrong? You know, it, it freaked me out. So I guess yeah, it, it it is more attractive to me. I guess, but I also don't know if it's just because that's abnormal for Sam. And right. so whenever he starts to waver, I'm like, oh gosh, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, like I freak out for a second. But hmm. um, you know, I think for me. Um, my girlfriend is very ambitious and she always wants like the most out of life. Like she, she will get the opportunity to like go on a trip to Europe and we'll just take it immediately. And that's not me. If I am offered any opportunity, I'm like, okay, let me think about this. Research a little bit. Research everything. Mm -hmm. Let me, and well, She's not dumb. Like, she she knows how to be safe and all that stuff. But, like, for her, if an opportunity presents itself, she's always, like, gung-ho. Like, yes, I'm going to do this. Mm. Whereas for me, I'm so apprehensive and, like, anxiety-ridden that I overthink everything. And, like, I admire her so much for that quality. Mm -hmm. And I, like, and this is, to me, this is, like, the, the sign that, like, of a good relationship, I want to be more like her. Mm. Yes. Like all the time I think about how like, she's just so amazing. And I, I wish I had a lot of the qualities that she has. And so kind of talking about what you were talking about with Sam, Mm -hmm. I feel like, and I don't know that much, but it sounds like maybe you feel the same way about his kind of steadfastness. 100%. And, when, and yeah. when, you know, he doesn't have that, you're like, oh, no, like, that's the thing I love about you. That's the thing I admire about you yes. and want to be more like you. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, like, when you don't see that, it's like, oh, no, like, no, please keep being steadfast. I want that. Exactly. Yeah. One, yeah, for that's sure. That's really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like, 
seeing my girlfriend be so ambitious and always trying to get the most out of life and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm 100% like, yes, because when you do that, because she, she wants to work in theater, and so when she's like, yeah, I'm going to work in theater, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, I'm always like, yes, keep doing that, keep being like that, because those are the things I admire about you. And obviously, she's, well, first off, she's listening to this, so hi, dear. Um, <laughs> but also, um, if she ever wavers in that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think less of her. Yeah. Because right. we all have moments where we doubt ourselves or we aren't as confident in what we think. And so it doesn't go the other way. Like if she's sure of herself and she's constantly looking forward, I think highly of her and I admire her and all that stuff. But if she ever wavers, that doesn't make me think less of her, if that makes sense. And that's part yeah. of your privilege, too, is to like champion what maybe she forgot yeah. is part of who she is. And yes. to be like, this is what I love about you. Remember all these things you're good at. Yeah. And to have her be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, and I think there's definitely something to be said for that because when, when you love someone unconditionally, especially, and I know this sounds, you know, cliche, but there is that you have to love them even whenever they are. Even when they don't love themselves. Yes. And, mm. and there is, yeah, yeah I, just, I agree with you 100%. There's never a moment whenever, like, if Sam wavers on something that, I, that I'm thinking, oh, no you know, I don't like you when you're like this. It's that I'm saying, oh, no, please don't second guess yourself yeah. because, you know, I'm more sure of you than ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that even if you think that you made the wrong decision or even if you're afraid you're not going to make the right decision, mm-hmm. I know you and I know that you're going to pull out of it. I know that you're going to do the right thing in the end. So there's this, it it, it strengthens our relationship whenever that happens. Yeah. I second guess myself every single day. Heck yeah. um, and like for breakfast, I'm like, I shouldn't have eaten that toast. And Sam's like, it's really okay. It's you know? your first draft of the morning. You're like yeah. backspacing. Like, <laughs> oh but God. what if I got the Honey Nut Cheerios? <laughs> no, yeah. And you, you know my soul because I've stood in the grocery aisle for like way longer than I should have being like mm. regular or Honey Nut. And Sam's like, either way, it's going to turn out fine. And I'm like, but do you know that? But will it? Like, will it turn out fine? And like, you know, so yes. That might be the greatest illustration of anxiety that I've ever heard, by the way. Yeah, it's just know, like, but what if me getting the wrong Cheerios ruins my ruins life? everything. <laughs> it ruins my everything. I, well, you know, it ruins my morning, and then if it ruins my morning, then I'm, I don't crave those. I'm not going to eat it. I didn't eat that morning. Mm. Lunchtime rolls around. I have a headache, and I'm already starving, and it's only 1130, and my day is ruined. You might miss you out know. on great conversation, because you're cranky. I'm mad at someone. We fight. I lose a friend, and <laughs> then I go to bed, and <laughs> And then I'm not feeling well, and I wake up the next morning, I'm sick, and I lose my job, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. That is how... I leave the stove on, and I come back, and the house is on fire. <laughs> and then everyone dies. And then everyone dies, and the dog was in there. So, yeah. Rewind. <laughs> chooses Frosted Flakes. Everything's fine. Exactly. I would have said Lucky Charms, but it was close enough. Well, shout out to Seth. Or you just buy I mean, the... Frosted Flakes are great. Great. So. Not a sponsor. No, they aren't. This this podcast is not sponsored by Frosted Flakes. Although, honestly, though, just side note for all those people that have cereal anxiety, because that is a real thing, and I have no. it every single time I go to the grocery store. Mm, sometimes, sure. sometimes, I don't always recommend this, but you can just buy the little, like, six-pack of the different cereals. Mm, so you're like, you know, okay, if I'm if I'm wavering, I have I have a plan D. If I and that it. gives you longer to make your decision because exactly. you could be driving home looking at those looking six at different those. kinds in the passenger seat like I haven't chosen yet. Or just do what I do and don't eat breakfast. Or just don't eat breakfast. Don't do that. Breakfast is the most important part of the day, <laughs> man. Yeah, but it can't ruin your life forever if you don't eat it. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like there's a... So, Ian, how do you feel about... <laughs> I feel like there's like a... Right. There's know, a follow-up in there somewhere. There, there oh, definitely probably. is. Ian, how do you feel about your self-destructive tendencies? Yeah. Well, apparently I'm okay with them. <laughs> Ian, do you I just like don't you eat them. <laughs> just not do certain things on the off chance they harm you. Oh, I, I think I should not do most of the things I end up doing throughout the day. <laughs> Ian, how do you feel about staying in a locked room for an extensive amount of time in order to avoid making the wrong decision? <laughs> uh, you mean me on the daily? <laughs> My weekend? Is My it weekend. every Tuesday? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. All right. 
Yeah. I'm satisfied. This, that was I'm awesome. satisfied, yeah. This was an interesting series of like really deep thoughts on relationships followed by random talking about cereal for I three minutes. Like, I feel like that's our show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, it could is. be summed up by that. Okay. Yeah. Deep but conversations yeah. and then cereal. Yeah. Cereal. Which I'm gonna eat after this now that we've talked about it. Yeah. I am curious. What is the best cereal though, real quick? Oof. Depends on my mood. I have like that's a cop out answer. Some go to <laughs> It's the truth. Like I really, I really do like, um, gosh, now I'm, now I'm thinking in my head, like if I go home, what cereal am I grabbing yeah. right away? I like cinnamon life. I think that's probably my what? go-to. Interesting. Yeah. Cinnamon life. No. That's that came out of nowhere. That's valid. I have two. What do you mean? I thought for 13 <laughs> seconds about that. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I have, I have two. I like Reese's Puffs a lot, but I also okay. know it's. Literally just sugar. It's dessert. And then I and then I like plain life, actually. You like plain, plain life. Re- regular life. life. Like regular life. Like not cinnamon. Yeah. Wait, is life the one that has the chocolate? Do no. they have chocolate in it? No, that's great. Are you kidding that's me? That's great. They're the yes. little squares. They're just the squares. Yeah. I'm very particular about my cereal, and I can tell you that I've never had life, and I didn't <laughs> hear this on all levels. I've never had life, <laughs> and I also <laughs> don't really know Read what into that life as is. much as you want. <laughs> yeah, by all means, dissect that sentence. Um, life is vaguely healthy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I yeah. like life, then. I just... If it's if it's if I'm in Florida, choose life, kids. Choose life, kids. If I'm in Florida, it's Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, Crunch (gasps) Berries. Um, Okay, there's a myth out there that Great Value cereal tastes the same as regular cereal. It does does not. not. Stop. It does not. No, my mom tried to do that for April Fools. Like flip the, she like swapped the cereal bags so that I would like eat the cheap kind, like the off brand. Yeah. And that's I a like lot of work for a, a devious deception. Like, I know. What? <laughs> Jenny, sne- sneaky Jenny. Anyway. Um, shout out to, <laughs> shout sneaky, out to Jen. sneaky Jenny. <laughs> that, uh, this podcast is not sponsored by New sneaky ABC Jen. comedy series, <laughs> Sneaky Jenny. <laughs> sneaky Jenny. <laughs> Followed right after A Million Little Things. <laughs> also not a sponsor. Also not a sponsor. Um, but Florida. Yeah, Florida, I eat those. But yeah, no, my mom did try to switch them on me and I took one bite and I was like, this is not Apple Jacks. You could tell right away. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, what the heck did you do and my mom was like my mom was like i don't know what you're talking and i was like no 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 no. this is not you could tell right away this, immediately this is not See, <laughs> like i knew people doubt like your dedication to branding my roommate michael he took martinelli he was like asking me questions he was like so that's a lot better than regular apple juice huh i was like oh my gosh yeah it's like you're drinking apples so he took a cup of martinelli apple juice and he took a cup of great value and he like put them behind his back and he was like taste it and no contest like i could tell right away and he was very surprised he was like huh yeah no i mean there's a reason that it's called like you know, like the the off-brand Oreos, they're like cream-filled cookie. Like oh there's gosh. a reason that nobody's buying those, and mm. that they're always stocked to the brim with them at Kroger. But you cannot find Oreos to save your life. You just can't because they're gone. Yeah. There's also that we shouldn't get into favorite Oreo flavor, but we won't because there's some weird ones out there, man. There are. I still miss uh oh Oreos. I'm sorry, we are talking. I don't about know what this. those right, are. Uh oh Oreos. Uh oh Oreos were the best Oreos ever, and anyone who disagrees can fight me on this. This is what uh oh Oreos are. There's a nice syncopation there's there. <laughs> there actually. Yeah. Uh oh Oreos. <laughs> uh oh Oreos. Uh well, obviously there was a mistake at the Oreo factory. <laughs> it happens, but rather than Bleep making blue. the cookies. <laughs> With the chocolate and the cream with the vanilla, they made the cookies with the vanilla and the cream with the chocolate. Uh oh! And it actually ends up—it's like a better cookie. Oh! Like 100% is a better cookie, and they so don't have them anymore. It's chocolate lard on the inside. Yes. Don't call it lard. It's lard. It's cream. Oh, it's, it's creamy lard. Creamy but it's sugary lard. Can we call it lardy best. cream? It's, <laughs> it's the greatest mistake that ever happened. Lard, have mercy. Um, oh my gosh. I have not actually had those, but it sounds like an EL fudge. I don't know what that is. Those are good. EL fudge? I'll stand by those. Holy okay. moly, yeah. We'll I only eat them at my cousin's. If my mom buys them, I'm not going to eat them. See, but, but based on our previous conversation, I won't like them, and I will still like uh-oh, Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, exactly. That, that makes sense. Speaking of your cousin, we have a question. Yes, we yeah. do have a cousin, question. I think. From my cousin. And Joel, Back you're probably going to cut all of that about the cereal. No, one. I might keep it all. I, okay. It's it's good stuff. It's good. I mean, I, 
It's relevant. I'm just saying. Um, Cereal's important to relationships. You're right. Yeah. It's all related, man. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite date nights are when Sam and I just like crack out some cereal and mm. with both of my parents, thank you, and sit down to a nice Frasier at about 9.30 at night. Mm. It's about the best that scenario you could kick to me. Yeah. I remembered what my question was, by the way. But oh, we what was your question? No, yeah, no, I no, no. Hear it. We all, okay. we're all no. ears. Are we still Sorry. rolling, by the way? We are definitely still rolling. Okay, Why? Right, Does perfect. it stop? No. No, <laughs> okay, no, no. Oh my no. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking. I don't know what I'm doing. You, you know I what you're doing more than I do. So, I see things moving up and down, so that's good. Joel, we took this three times. We wasted like 10 minutes of us just trying to get an introduction because I didn't know what I was doing. I would have been worse. I guarantee you I would have been worse. I don't think so. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Ian. When the okay. guest puts us back on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, my question is, what is the statute of limitations on repeating dates? Specifically, dates that you went on with ex-girlfriends or boyfriends. So I, my last date with a girl was also her first recorded date with someone else. And I saw it months later and I was like, oh man. And you can look at the picture that we had like taken on our last Mm -hmm. date and you can tell she doesn't really want to be there. And then on the other one, it was just like, that feels a little too intimate. Like (laughs) when they moved on and they're dating somebody else, it's already like, okay. Mm -hmm. But the same exact date, I feel like that's almost, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this. I feel like it's almost saying what we did and what we shared in this time and in this moment in this place wasn't enough for me to hold a memory Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna roll over it with this Mm. new you know what i mean at least give it time yeah i don't think you should say i went to the movie theaters with so-and-so on our second date i can never go back to the movie theaters. but for the first couple try to be creative it can't here's the thing is like you can't say oh well you went um, out for coffee with this girl, so you can never go out with coffee for this other girl, right? Because that's too basic. That's basic. It's when it you get specific that yeah. it's like, when can you reuse this idea? Okay, so wait, Joel, was that all? Was um, that all I was just gonna say, like, try just try to branch out more because I know mm-hmm. people that have like taken pictures at the same place with different people that they have dated. Okay, never. Yeah, see, and that's, that's just yeah, like, no. just, just try. Like after the first five or six dates, if something else lines up, then that at that point you're creating something in this new relationship. Yeah. Keep moving forward, but especially those first few days, I would yeah. say. Okay. Um, my thing is okay. So, like, question. Yes. When you say date, do you mean like the activities that you do on the date, or the places that you go on the date, or both? Both. Oof. They okay. usually go hand in hand. I feel like. I th- well, yeah, like because I don't know. Okay, so the reason I bring this up. I thought there was a reason. There had to be. It was too yes. specific. Yes. Okay. Um. So, uh, a few years ago, uh, when I was dating my now ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, for Valentine's Day, we dipped uh strawberries in like homemade chocolate as oh. one should. Yeah, and like. That was just, and like watched a movie, and it was a really nice Valentine's Day. Did you eat all the strawberries? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Um, So this past Valentine's Day, I thought, hey, that was a nice date. We should do that again. (laughs) Uh, And so I did, and, you know, me and my current girlfriend did that. Mm -hmm. And she asked, hey, did you do this uh, a few years ago with your ex-girlfriend? And I was like, yes. Because she knows me too well, and somehow right. she just read my mind and knew that that had happened. Mm. Um, and so I was thinking, like, did I did I do this too soon? Did I goof? Should I should I have waited like even mm. longer to bring out this idea again? I mean, it is a really good idea. It is a good idea, and also Fondue, it's man. eating yeah. chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah, like. Sam could have done that with his last girlfriend, but the minute that dude is like, you want chocolate-covered strawberries? I'm going to be like, heck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even care I'm if you did it with her before. Like, uh-huh. whatever. That's interesting that she knew, though. Oh, yeah. Like, that she could it pick is. up on it. That's a sign What do you of, think yeah. was, like, about just the way you were acting? Or you seemed like you I knew fr- what you were doing? You were fondueing a little too well? Maybe. Or, like, because... Like chocolate fondue. Well, because I, like, knew what I was doing when it came to, like, making the, like, melting the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I think she was just like... 
oh, how do you know how to do this? And I was like, eh, you know, it's just. It's, I made them for my mom one time. No, it's just something oh, I found not that clever. I was just like, eh, you know, who cares? And she was like, I do. Did you do this with your ex girlfriend? And I was like, yes. Was she mad about it? Can I ask? No, that? no absolutely okay. not. She I'm not like mad. Like, I couldn't picture her like, even though I don't know her that well. But mm. from what you've like said about her, mm-hmm. I, I don't think she would be like the mad type. But, no, you know. she was more like. I knew it. Like, LOL, LOL. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, who cares? It's just not a great answer right. when your girlfriend's <laughs> asking you something because she clearly wants an answer. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And I don't see a scenario where she asks you something and you're like, who cares? And she's like, you're right. You're right. Okay. Keeps In eating fairness, strawberry. I didn't necessarily actually use the phrase who cares. Okay, okay. I don't remember what I said. Okay. But it was more of like a, oh, like, it's not important. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sam's taken me on dates that i know he has done with his ex-girlfriend um it's like but i guess it doesn't i just it doesn't really like bother me i just said one time like whenever he point blank said he was like yeah the last time i did this was with my ex-girlfriend i was like um well as long as you have more fun with me then i don't care and he was like okay yeah i have more fun with you and i was like all right and then like it was just it didn't really like bother me in your opinion is it better or worse to just come out and say it immediately well, I figured that he had, well, I should, Samuel had owned himself a boat for a while. He owned himself a boat. He owned, he him- owned, <laughs> he owned himself, himself a boat. boat. The boy went and did it. <laughs> the boy went and did it. He owned himself a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, he owned himself a boat. He, he, owned, he owned himself a boat. And he took me on the river with him, and it was just two of us, and we had the dogs, that and it was fun. lovely, yeah. actually. It was super fun, and he was like, you know. Actually, the last time I did this was with so-and-so. But in his defense, mm-hmm. this is a part of his life. Like, this is something that he did right. all the time. Like, yeah. you know, so it wasn't really like, oh, this was a special moment that we shared together. And now I'm taking you to the spot where we always went. Like, that would have, I would have been like, <laughs> well, could you not be a little bit more creative and, yeah. like, think of something else? But it wasn't like that at all. So I didn't really care. And, like, I've taken Samuel to, like, there's this one restaurant. It's, like, this Amish store mm-hmm. place. And they make the best sandwiches. And I used to go there with my ex-boyfriend, like, every day. And then whenever Samuel and I started dating, I was like, hey, so it's not going to bother you. if Because he knew that that's where we went, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. But I liked this place before I ever started dating that guy anyway. So it was kind of just my place. It wasn't really our place. Yeah. It was, like, my place. And I just invited him there. So then, like, whenever Sam and I started dating, I was like, hey, Mm. uh, I know that we used to go here all the time, but is it going to bother you if you and I go here now? Because (laughs) the sandwiches, though. And he was like, hey, I don't care. You know, so. Do you think that asking is an important part of it? I mean, not for me personally, though. I don't really care. So, like, no. I mean, like, I... Because, again, like, Samuel told me that, and we just joked about it the whole time. And I was like, say I'm more fun than her. You know, but, like. <laughs> say it. <laughs> but, like. Swear to me. This is an apple <laughs> It's my bio now. So, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather you be upfront about it with me. Right. But on the other hand, I don't know how you can do that without it seeming Here's, like you're glo- Like, well, I did this with someone else. Why are you bringing right. her up right now? That's This is my thing, is, like, if you still talk about your ex, I assume you still think about your ex. Exactly. And I, uh, I never want that ooh, in my brain. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah Same. That's a good call. I, On that I, note, just don't bring it up. Yeah. yeah. I Because I, I, I appreciate the idea of being like, hey, just so you know, are you okay with this? I did this with so-and-so. That sounds nice, but Especially the same if it's time, already known. Like, yeah. if they low-key already know it, right. then, like, yeah, I guess bring it up the better. elephant in the room. That's okay. Yeah. Also... Just on the note of trying to find new dates and things that are yeah. different, I would say just like go on a road trip. Like Probably. even if it's an oh, hour definitely. out of town, just like try to find new things to do because you can get in a rut of oh well, this is the only place where they have chocolate good milk. Sandwiches. Yeah. yeah, sandwiches. This is actually a good point. I think traveling together super important for oh, a relationship because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. people travel differently. Like, people, like, go on vacations at different rates, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you really want to be with someone who, like, 
goes on vacations at the same rate as you. Also, mm-hmm. this is a thing. Conversations can be premeditated when they're contained in a date. When you're on a long road trip, you mm-hmm. start to see, like, when they're in and oh, out of yes. sleep, when oh, they're in the yeah. passenger seat, and it's just whatever's coming to mind. You've talked about everything there is to talk about for that, you know, window, and it's just That's when subconscious. the deep stuff yeah. comes That's out. so yeah. in the deep. That I is love, when the, mm-hmm. I love. And that can make or break line. something. There's always oh, yeah. the point in certain conversations. If a conversation is long enough, you will get to the deep stuff. Yeah. Those are the best, yep. the best conversations. Your they toes don't best. touch anymore on the far end of the pool. You're yeah. just like, we're You're here. All there. of a sudden, we're in the eight feet yeah. section. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You have, you have nothing else to talk about. You've talked about the weather. You've talked about food. Mm-hmm. You've talked about all this other stuff. Time to get in the real stuff. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I got off topic. Hey, no, no it's, it's good. good, though. Yeah. It's Yeah, that's so true. Um. That's one of my favorite things. We Should we save the question or no? Do you, it's up to you, Joel. I have to go in three minutes. Three minutes? So yeah. Well, the I recording studio was technically not ours a while ago. Mm. So. We should probably wrap up. We should I'm probably wrap up. Do you want to wrap us up, guest? I don't know what you guys' like outro Do is we have like. an outro?